Chapter 13, The Festinger All right, Amory, we should get going, Friend said. Amory's eyes returned to focus from their foreign glaze. A disconcerting buzz rang inside his ears as he struggled to understand whose voice disturbed his stupor. An audible voice or a voice probing from within his mind? His thoughts then solidified, regaining structure and organization, bringing him back to a fullness of awareness. With this awareness came the expansion of his chasm of emptiness. It warped and stretched with the change in his darkening character. As the chasm of emptiness grew, so did the warmth of Fryn, reaching deep within him, comforting him all the more with its rapturous touch. Where have the Styrene gone? Amri asked. Perhaps you will see them for yourself one day, the Sibjulum replied. It is not as simple as knowing where they are, it is knowing who they are. Come on, we have no reason to dawdle any longer. With the instruction of the Sibjulum, the boy once again recited the words of exit, and the inseparable pair left the Apocryphalum through the concentrical portal. The calm darkness of night met Amory and Fryn as the boy set foot once again upon the soil of Tempertime Cemetery. Immediately they set off for their next destination. Amory let Fryn guide him through the headstones at a pace just short of a run. Cautiously, yet precisely, it led, and never did it have to read a portal twice before it knew where to lead. The air from the boy's lips thrust into the coolness around him, and the voice of Fryn were the only sounds to pierce the eerie surroundings. Without thought, Amory continued onward. Everything beyond his steps of travel drifted into the oblivion behind his eyes. His legs felt light as he glided through the black and gray swirling around him. Stop, Fryn commanded. Amory stopped. For a moment, there was not even the sound of Amory's breath as he held it tight within his chest. His gaze darted around to find what danger lurked before them, and then, from behind a portal, leapt the festinger Amory had seen deal with the tally keeper. He clenched a knife in his hand. A wicked desire saturated every movement under his violet robe. Panic struck Amory. He tripped backwards and fell to the ground. Before the festinger could use his knife, his will was gone shrunk into the compressed state of his retreating spirit by the distilling words of the sibjulum still clasped in Amory's palm. The very vibrancy and light of the Fessinger's spirit shriveled into a shudder of pale inconsistency. At that moment, Amory got a glimpse of the power contained within the small sibjulum in his hand, and it satisfied him. The boy had awoken this creature, and so he accredited some small aspect of the victory over the Fessinger to himself. Sheathe your knife, friend ordered the festinger. He obeyed without hesitation, concealing the knife beneath his robe. Amory smirked with the sibulum's authority. The dominion of the spirit may be swayed, and with it comes the control of the flesh, it told the boy. Festinger, what is your name? Friend bellowed. Aklaban Jeklar Oxtik Slak. The Festinger replied, beaming from its unholy mouth of white light. This is who I saw trading with Grey Pearl, Amory said to Friend. Yes, he waited for you because he wanted your spirit, the Sibjulum replied. He thought you would be easy prey. Atlaban, do you cherish your life? Yes. Then to us you prove it, the Festinger shamefully bowed his head in reply. Amory... 
Friend said, get moving, straight ahead. They scurried on and Akliban followed, silently and miserably. As they passed portal stone after portal stone and concentrical after concentrical, Amory continued to feel the mysterious presence of what he thought of as the army of lifelessness. It watched him and coaxed him on. For thousands of years these stones had stood, untouched by time, bridging one world to another and telling tales of unthinkable conquest and unimaginable design. They wanted something from the boy, and he felt it.